welcome you to Doxodeo Hatfield, a multi-ethnic family on mission, passionate about Jesus, passionate about community, and passionate about serving the city of Chwaneka. Today, we're starting something of a three-week journey that we really trust in God that He would come and stir us as a church on what it means to hear the voice of God. What does it mean to live a life that's in step with the Holy Spirit? And that is you and I can trust God to speak to us in a real way to every area of our life. I'm absolutely certain that every person, whether you are a Christian or not, would put up their hand to say, I would want to hear the voice of God over my life. And so we said over these three weeks, uh, we're going to have three different teachings on what it means to hear the voice of God. And more than that, two other things that I want us to take note of is tomorrow. You'll see there's a video that's going to go out in T-minus two minutes um, on social media. Um, and then also on our WhatsApp group for our partners who are part of the partners group that's going to speak about fasting. So we're going to also do a corporate fast, as we said, in this coming week between Monday and Thursday. You don't have to fast all the way through from Monday to Thursday. Watch the video. It's a space we're putting out if you're going to do that. Uh, praise Jesus for your faith. Um, but we're also taking the time to fast so that we can just focus our hearts in on the voice of God. And then secondly, you'll see on your chair, there's a booklet like this. And what we're asking is that over these three weeks, uh, whether it's on Sundays, whether it's in our time of fasting, whether it's as you take time just to spend time with Jesus in, in maybe prayer and Bible study, any time during the week, um, I'll speak now about the workshops as well, but that you would have just the space to say, as you experience, as we all learning to hear the voice of God, that anything that you hear, that you feel, I think this is God speaking to me, that you would write it down. Uh, that we would not be so super spiritual that we think we don't need to write these things down as we are learning what it means to hear the voice of God. So please keep this with you for the whole three-week journey that we're going on. And then finally, we have a workshop that Bihanka is also going to facilitate for us this coming Friday evening and Saturday morning. Um, again, you'll see the details going out. You can register for that. But at this workshop, we're going to take what we start today a bit further and in a bit more of a workshop style to say, Lord, will you teach us what it means to hear your word, but also share that with other people. How can I become an instrument in not just the voice of God for my life, but the voice of God through my life? So guys, the point is, the next three weeks, our Sundays, our community groups, our workshops, uh, the booklet, whether it's our fasting, it's a season where we want to hear the voice of God and learn what that means. Amen? Amen. Awesome. So can I ask that we maybe just introduce and celebrate uh, Bianca as she comes up today. Um, so Bianca and Martinez, maybe I can ask Martinez to join this very handsome husband of hers, um, if we can welcome the two of them. So these two are super, super faithful and well-known people in the Doxado family. They have been, I was joking with them, they have been part of Doxado before Doxado was, they were. Um, so they have become part of the furniture of the Doxado family. They have been one of these couples that have so set the global Doxado family's culture and DNA. And so we asked them if they'd be willing, if they would come and step into the space and come and teach. Because I really believe, we spoke about spiritual gifts the other day. Ephesians 4 says that God gives certain gifts in people to the church 
to equip the church, to teach the church. And I want to put up my hand today and say, God, will you come and teach me what it means to hear your voice? And I really believe that God has anointed Bianca for this very purpose, to teach people, to workshop and equip and activate people on what it means to hear the voice of God. So I've got a big expectation. Please open up your heart today. We're going to have a bit of time to practice this at the end, and I hope that you're excited. So let's give them a last hand as Bianca jumps in. Good morning, Hatfield. Oh my goodness, are you guys excited? You know, as Joe was sharing and just saying, you know, Holy Spirit, please come and teach us. I was like putting up my hand and saying, yo, Holy Spirit, please come and teach us. Because it doesn't matter, you know, whether today is the first day that you're hearing God can speak or whether this is lifestyle, each one of us can do better, right? Do you agree with that? Okay, so just turn to someone close to you and tell them, watch this space. Watch this space, yeah. I love to think about this idea, you know, when God speaks, things can't remain the same, right? Identities are changed, purposes are changed, destinies are awakened when God speaks. And so I'm trusting with you today that he'll literally speak through me and you and you and you and the rest of you. Okay, so maybe just um, I'm going to start today and just tell you a bit of my own story, not because it's special or unique, but because I believe it will inspire you. And um, I want to encourage you guys just in these three weeks to literally share your stories with one another because the Lord has a unique way of speaking to each one of us. So my story is going to look different from Shay's, different from Joe's, different from Bandile's, and we celebrate that. So just starting off maybe on the voice of God, you know, I remember, I don't know where you guys come from, but where I come from, I used to know Father God. And in my opinion, you know, he was the strict disciplinarian. He was, he, he was quiet. In Afrikaans, we say quiet, okay? He was like angry, okay? So I was very scared of him. I was almost fearful of Father God. That was my understanding. And so Jesus, of course, you know, Jesus is the good guy, right? Because he died for your sins on the cross. And then when people spoke about the Holy Spirit, it was like, what precisely is this? You know, I don't know how to make sense of that. Is he like a ghost or, you know, he's, he's somewhere around, but we don't see him, right? Don't, I don't know if that was your experience. That was certainly my experience. And I remember one day going with a friend. I had just broken up with a boyfriend. Okay, so my heart was broken. Can anyone relate with that? Okay, just me. Okay, and you. Yes, I'm going to be preaching to you today. So, um, so that's what happened. I went with this friend, and, you know, I'd come through church. You know, my dad used to sit at church an hour before church started, okay? But it was so lifeless. I really did not have a relationship with Jesus. And so this particular evening, it was a Friday evening, a friend invited me, and she said, let's come with me. We're going to a play. And as I sat down and I, and I saw the story of Jesus dying on the cross, paying that price, for the first time, it became a reality to me. Like for the first time, I was completely overwhelmed with the love of God, like Jesus loved Bianca personally. Not like he loves the whole world kind of way. He loved me personally. And that completely wrecked my life. 
Okay, so a lot of things changed after that. Um, I started to understand, you know, who this father was, that the father was for me, right? That the father was calling out over me, my beloved daughter, in who I am well pleased. That was a radical change from anything I'd experienced before. And so Jesus I got to know in a whole new way. And then Holy Spirit was like, oh, my word, there's our Holy Spirit. And he's like personal, okay? It's not like this ghost somewhere or this force, you know, from Star Wars, right? Um, He's not like that. He's so personal if you go and read the book of John. And so that was my story where literally the Holy Spirit, I was introduced to the Holy Spirit. And... um, I remember one day, I love when Joe talks about cell groups, because cell groups are powerful incubators, right, where people are changed. But I remember going to a cell group, and they said, okay, we're having a cell congregation, a bunch of groups coming together, and we're having prophets coming to minister to us. And so that word was strange. I said, a prophet. Now, in my mind, I saw John the Baptist, okay, with a camel hair, the camel outfit, okay, and, you know, eating locusts for breakfast, you know, and maybe dinner and lunch. I'm not sure. But that was my picture. I had no idea, you know, what on earth is prophecy? What on, what, what on earth is, you know, a prophet? What on earth is God speaking to us? It was quite strange. And I said, well, don't you guys use the Bible, Right? And some of you are going like, yeah, 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 read the Bible, (laughs) okay, so, (laughs) yes. (laughs) And they said, yeah, no, of course, but we can all hear the voice of Lord. And I was thinking, oh, my soul, this is not possible, you know. So they invited these people, and I was sitting, you know, in a row. This elderly gentleman was ministering to someone next to me that I didn't know. And as he was ministering to him, he turned around and he said, Uh, you're already experiencing the voice of the Lord, say what is in your heart, you know, and I went like, you know, what on earth is this, no, 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 you know, I was looking for the exit signs, and so, um, you know, let me get out of this, and so he returned to the guy, and he was ministering to him, but I literally had thoughts pop up in my head, I didn't know this guy, and as these thoughts popped into my head, this guy was was saying it to the person he was ministering to. And I was like, what is this? And so I didn't understand exactly, you know, Lord, how does this work? But something got birthed in me that day where I just said, Lord, I don't know how your voice works, but would you teach me? And so literally, you know, if that's where you are this morning, I literally want you just to tell the Father that. You don't have to know how? Okay, we'll sort that out in the workshop when we get there. But literally, just that desire. You're going to hear a bunch of stories today. You know, I'm going to unpack the word, but let him stir you. And so that literally kick-started a moment in my life, um, you know, that journey of hearing the voice of the Lord. And um, I'm going to tell you guys some more about that journey, but God speaks to people. Right, that's where my journey started. And so as this guy turned around, he then started ministering to me. And when he he spoke to me, he knew things about my life that I knew, God, you know, only you and I know these things. It was the days before Instagram, before Facebook, right? People couldn't stalk me. so. (laughs) So that was really amazing. Think for a moment, 
If you read the Bible, if you've ever read the Bible, just wave at me. Okay, let me just see. Well done, guys. Okay, so if you go and read the Bible, um, you can literally see how God has been speaking to people since the beginning of time. It's so natural. You know, sometimes we read the Bible and we think about it and then we go like, yeah, but those were special people, right? Those were holy people. And so literally, you know, if you, if you look at the Bible, there are stories of God just interacting with people. Um, donkeys spoke, for goodness sake, you know. Um, evil kings could hear the Lord, you know. So it's not a foreign thing for people to hear the Lord. But he says things like, let me take you to a scripture in the, in the Psalms. I want to take you to Psalm 32, verse 8. And um, you'll read scriptures like this. It will say, I, the Lord, will instruct you. I will teach you. Okay, does any one of you need instruction? Okay, both Manalisi and I, we need instruction, right? He says, I will teach you in the way that you should go. So God is forever guiding us, leading us, counseling us. It says, I will counsel you with my eye upon you. And so for some of us, just recognizing that God is so personal, right? He hasn't decided to put something in a book and say, okay, now it's finished and claw. Okay, it's done. All right? He didn't do that. He's constantly with the Holy Spirit ministering to us. So the first thing that God wants to remind you of today is that he is so personal. We, we sang that song a little while ago. We said he leaves the 99 for the one. That's you. He's, left, he's leaving the 99 today to see you, to know you, to connect with your heart. Okay, so it's not far away. It's up close and personal. And so we see God talking to people in the Old Testament. You can go and see that. But not only that, he takes us to the New Testament. And then when he speaks about Jesus, Jesus demonstrates this life of where he listens to the Lord, where he has time praying, okay? You guys are going into a fast and praying. He, he gives time to the Lord, not because it's a religious thing so that he can tick off a box, right, so that he doesn't feel so guilty. He's saying something else. Let me take you to Matthew 4. It's so beautiful. He says, man will not live from bread alone, but from every word that comes from the mouth of God. So just, just for a moment, imagine this. Like if Jesus needs to hear the Father, don't you think you and I need to hear the Father? Right? So Jesus demonstrated this. Jesus showed us what it looked like. Okay, so if we see Jesus, some of us are going, yeah, but Jesus is, you know, if the people in the Bible are holy, you know, Jesus is like a next level, right? I see people going like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, Jesus was only a blueprint. Jesus only demonstrated what was possible. So he's not just an example for us, which would be great. He's an example of us. Go and read Romans 8. So in the same way that Jesus had a relationship with the Father, that same quality relationship 
is what you and I get to participate in. So that blows my mind. I mean, literally, think about it. Just think about the life that Jesus demonstrated. And the Father is, you are included in that picture. The message, I want you to read this because, wow, this is so powerful. He says this. He says, it takes more than bread. Okay, think for a moment. What is bread? Sustenance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also like a necessity, right? Most people have bread in their home. Some of you don't want to eat bread, right? I mean, you're beyond us, right? I mean, you, you do veggies and proteins. Well done. Okay, but bread is basically, it's a necessity. It's the most basic food that you would have in your home. All right, and so Jesus is like, the, he's giving us this metaphor to know this is how important his words are. And then he goes on to say, it takes more than bread to stay alive, all right? It's that sustenance. It takes a steady stream of words from God's mouth. So God is not saying, I'm going to give you one word in 10 years, you know, and you bank on that, right? <laughs> Do you see the abundance in this? Right, and we're going to do that in the workshop. We're going to talk about all the different ways that God speaks, right? Through our Bible and through other people and through prophecies and visions. And there are so many ways that the Bible demonstrates to us. But he says we have access to a steady stream of words coming from God's mouth. God is literally speaking all of the time. And for most of us, it's recognizing what that sounds like. Okay, so again, please come to the workshop, okay? We're going to get really practical about that. So Jesus demonstrated that life. I've explained now to you that you are included. I am included in that picture. It's not just for Jesus. But let me take you to John 10 for a minute. Okay, so this beautiful picture. He talks about the shepherd. He says, I am the good shepherd. So think for a moment, what does a shepherd do, right? A shepherd leads us. A, a shepherd gathers us. A shepherd makes sure we have the right place to feed. Okay, that's what a shepherd does. He says, I am the good shepherd. And then he says, he's, he's likening us to sheep. All right, so just turn to someone close to you and say, yeah, she's talking to you. You're a sheep. Okay? You're a sheep. So now he gets to this place where he's saying, I'm the good shepherd, right? You're a sheep. He says, I know and I recognize my own. Now, I'm sure you've listened to many sermons, you know, on the shepherd and his sheep, how they recognize his voice, how they know it's him calling them. He says, I know and I recognize my own and my own recognize and know me. You know, um, we have a friend who often, when he travels with Martinez, I will be calling him, and then he'll pick up the phone, and he'll try and imitate Martinez's voice. But he can't do that, even though he's tried many times, you know. I just recognize my husband's voice. I know, because I've heard Martinez speak, 
I've, I've, I've heard Martinez when he's angry, when he's sad, you know, when he's happy. I know what that sounds like. So it doesn't matter how hard he tries. He can't imitate that voice because I know that voice. And so in the same way, the Father wants to teach you and I what that voice sounds like. And now this means that every place you step into, every place you walk into, you can literally recognize him. All right, so it's not just in church, right? It's all over where you and I get to live. So it's so beautiful. He says this. He says, even as truly as the Father knows me, And I also know the Father. I'm giving my very own life and laying it down on behalf of the sheep. And I have other sheep besides these that are not of this fold. And I must bring and impel those also. So beautiful, you know, just as we're considering the lost and having faith for the lost, just, you know, in the bigger family, people don't know Jesus yet, but as we get to engage with them, as we get to sit with them, as we get to listen to their stories and ask them questions and share a bit of our own stories, we're actually introducing them to the voice of our Father. And now He comes and He says, and they, even those who do not know Him yet, will listen to His voice. So can, can you just, you know, in Afrikaans we have a saying, I don't know what this is, Joe, in English. Please, you know, I'm not going to try and translate that, literally translate that to English. But I'm reminding you of this important thing, that you are able to hear the voice of the Lord. And so maybe just who of you guys like to run? Like, nobody's chasing you. You just like to run, okay? (laughs) Can you remember that first week when you tried to run, okay? For some of us, that was difficult, okay? For some of us, it's still difficult, okay? But it takes exercise. We grow muscles to get good in something. And so just where you're sitting today, maybe, you know, you're just starting out. Maybe it's just, you know, those muscles feel a little bit cramped or they, they've been hurt because, you know, they don't know how to run. But we're going to take you on a journey and we're going to get fit in hearing, in hearing the Lord. Let's go to John 15. This is one of my favorite ones. But now this, this writer, um, John is explaining this to us, okay? Jesus is speaking and he's saying this. So Jesus is talking to his disciples. It's one of the last conversations that he will actually have. And he says this. He says, I do not call you servants any longer because a servant doesn't know what his master is doing, okay? He's talking about a quality of relationship. You know, I have a lady that started in my home two months ago, and we're not friends at the moment, okay? We're getting to know one another. So basically, you know, she has a list of stuff that she wants to do or, you know, that she needs to do at the end of the day. Um, If that gets done, you know, we're happy. If it doesn't get done, you know, we need to have a conversation. But if I think about the lady that worked in my home for many years, we became friends, right? We had a different quality of relationship. 
I spent, in the week, I spent a, 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 some time with friends. And um, like the one friend just met a new guy, and she's very excited about this relationship. Okay, so we celebrated that. And then on the other hand, we lost our um, Scotties two weeks ago. And so as I shared, I was crying. Okay, but in a friendship relationship, there's that openness to both laugh and cry and share secrets. And so Jesus is inviting, he's giving those disciples and you and I that upgrade. And he's saying this, he says, I have called you my friends because I've made known to you everything that I've heard from the Father. Isn't that beautiful? Okay, Jesus doesn't keep things away from us. As we sit with him and we say, Jesus, what is your heart for this? You know, often in a conversation, I'll just have that pause in my heart. And I'll just like, you know, Lord, what, what do you see? You know, or I'll sit in worship, stand in worship. And I'll just say, God, what are you busy with? So as we ask him, as we interact with him, you know, he's going to be sharing his thoughts, his ideas, his pictures, his scripture with us. And so it's so beautiful that he invites us into this relationship. Now, for many years, I could associate myself with a servant kind of relationship. You know, if Jesus told me to do something, I would do it, and I would almost do it religiously until I discovered I could be in a relationship with him. And that completely changed our relationship. And so the question I'm just asking you this morning, I'm asking me this morning, what does your relationship with Jesus actually look like? All right. Are you excited to share with him? Is it a box that you tick? You don't, it, it doesn't have to be a box that you tick. And so let me take you then to John 16. Verse 13, just a reminder, when Jesus talks about this, he says, when I go, I'm leaving you a comforter, okay? He says this, he says, but he, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you. There's that guidance word again. Do you guys hear it? Into all the truth, the whole truth, the full truth. For he will not speak his own message on his own authority, but he will tell you whatever he hears from the Father. And he will give the message that has been given to him, and he will announce and declare to you the things that are to come that will happen in the future. Okay, so he promised the Holy Spirit. We know historically, right? Holy Spirit has been poured out, right? We know He's a reality in our everyday journey. So if we just look at the narrative starting from Genesis all the way to Revelation, you know, it's so clear that God speaks. And so some of you might be sitting here, some of you have stories to share just about, you know, what Christ has done, how He's revealed Himself. Some of you are sitting here and you're thinking, oh, goodness, you know, that's relevant. But, you know, that was 
2,000 years ago, you know, how is this relevant to me and, and, and my life and my community? And so today, I literally want to take a few minutes and just share some of the stories from my own journey, just in seeing, you know, what the Lord does. And I remember coming to Brooklyn campus one day and worshiping the Lord. We were standing in a worship service. And the next minute, um, as we were worshiping, as I was focusing on the Lord, I saw a lady standing in front of me. And I literally just had this picture that popped into my head about chains around her feet. And I was asking, Holy Spirit, you know, what is this? And I literally just felt him speak to me. You know, a thought came into my head about her dad and things that had gone wrong between the two of them and how broken she was because of that. And I did not know this lady. And so I asked the Holy Spirit, okay, so why do I have this information? You know, what do I do now with this information? And I literally felt Holy Spirit just nudge me and say, you know, go and pray with this lady in worship. And so in worship, I just placed my hand on her shoulder and I prayed. And as I prayed, she was, she was crying. Afterwards, when we spoke, she said, how did you know that and that thing about my dad? And I said, well, I didn't know that about your dad. This is what happened. This is what Holy Spirit did. But I was so encouraged that day, you know, to see how Holy Spirit could use something so simple, such a simple idea as I focused on Him, you know, to speak to people. So that was the first time that I actually knew, okay, Lord, so you are speaking to me. This is amazing, right? Then we had an opportunity as we went to Durban, um, who's ever you know, move to a different city or a different province or, okay, it can be lonely, right, that first time because you're like, you have to make new friends, your family isn't there and um, I was sitting in coffee shops regularly, you know, on my own, you know, with a cup of coffee or a cappuccino or a whatever and um, then I would notice people and as I noticed them, you know, the Lord would start speaking to me about people and I was thinking, Lord, you know, this, you know, what is this all about? You know, they're not in church, you know, so I can't share with them. And he was asking me, what's the difference with, you know, in the fact whether they're in the church or whether they're outside the church? And I said, well, I don't even know whether they know you. And he said, well, isn't that kind of the point? You know, you could, maybe you can introduce me. And I was like, oh, Jesus, no, that's a crazy idea. And that went on like for months. I would just, you know, just sit with my coffee and, you know, just recognize people. Eventually, new people came into my own life. I didn't have coffee on my own, you know, with Jesus. There were other other people. Um, But I remember stepping into a kum one day, buying a book. And um, I saw a lady standing at the back of the room, and she was looking at books. And I heard the Holy Spirit just nudge me and say, gave me a scripture, and he said, that lady. And I said, oh, Holy Spirit, you know, doors are closing. I want to pay for this book. I'm going home. And for the first time, like in many months, I literally heard him say, well, then you're disobedient. And who knows that when you get that feeling, that's a horrible feeling, right? When you know you're supposed to do something. And I put the book down, and I stepped over to the lady And I said, I'm so sorry to worry you. Uh, I think I have something from the Lord for you. And I just shared the scripture. It didn't feel that profound to me. Literally, it was just a scripture. 
And so as I shared this, um, it, it was this beautiful big African lady, but she picked me up, right? She was so excited. She picked me up like that and she said, oh, you're a prophet of God. You know? And now the whole kum, you know, was turning around and thinking, what on earth, you know, is this? And I was like, no, 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 no. We can all hear the Lord, right? But um, it was so beautiful because obviously the Lord encouraged her, you know, with that scripture, just with a simple step of obedience of just saying, hey, I didn't, I didn't sound profound, right? I didn't go like, hey, I am the prophet of the Lord speaking to you. You know, it was just simple. I think I have something from the Lord. And um, as I shared that, she came back and she said, you know what? Um, the Lord had nudged me many times to share with people like that. And today, for the first time, I can see how easy and how simple that is. And so, you and I, we're going to have that pull. We're going to have that tug of hearing Holy Spirit and then just stepping out in that. Um, maybe a last story that, I, that I'll just share with you this morning is um, we were in Stellenbosch last year. And we were ministering to people and training them and hearing the Lord. And a lady stepped in and she, I just, you know, she kept grabbing my attention. Every few seconds, I would kind of just notice her. And it's like, eventually I was like, okay, Holy Spirit, so what is this all about? And um, I saw this lady standing with her hands, you know, like an opera singer, you know, just, you know, that pose. And... Um, when we started ministering to her, that's all that I had. I did not have anything. I had this picture pop into my mind. And I stepped to this lady and I said, um, this is what I'm seeing. This is the picture that I have. As soon as I shared the picture, people around her started laughing and nudging one another. So I thought, okay, I think she can relate with this. And the Lord just, you know, led us with um, sharing the influence that she had and the power of her tongue. And um, there was something about forgiveness as well. When I finished, uh, Martinez kept on prophesying to this lady. She had a, probably about a 10-minute prophecy, you know, just in that the, the Lord's hand was just on her that morning. And so as we did that, you know, we were excited. The Lord had spoken. The next morning, as we continued class, she wasn't there. And so we were upset about that. And we were like, where is this lady this morning? And they said, no, after hearing the word, she went back to her own church to a worship leader um, because she was serving on the, on the band or in the worship team. And she felt like she had to go and restore a relationship. And we said, well, okay, that's awesome. Later, when we spoke to our campus leader, he said, listen, we've been speaking the whole week saying, you know, um, the relationships between the churches still needed to be built. You know, it wasn't 100%. You know, there was still room for growth. And um, when she went back and she restored that relationship, that leader said to her, now, why are you doing this? And she said, well, I heard the Lord speak last night. And this lady said to her, now, how on earth do you hear the Lord speak? And she said, no, well, there were these people, and we were, we were at church, and what, what, what. And literally, this lady had never experienced that. But she saw the fruit of that, right, of someone coming back, restoring a relationship. She contacted our campus leader. She said, listen, I want to talk to you guys. I want to know what this talking, you know, hearing the Lord and, you know, the Lord speaking. I want to know what that is all about. 
So just in that moment, as a lady reacted just to the voice of the Lord, he actually came, you know, and he built a relationship between church, different churches, between church leaders. Isn't that powerful, right? Don't you want to be part of those adventures, right, of what the Lord is doing? Let me give you one last scripture, um, maybe just from James 1. And so we're going to unpack this even further just in our workshop. But it says, James 1 says this. He says, if any of you is deficient in wisdom, let him ask of the giving God who gives to everyone liberally, ungrudgingly, without reproaching or fault-finding, and it will be given to him. The first thing that James recognized was maybe just the thing that we don't have all the answers, right? So that talks about a heart of humility that actually asks God, God, what are you busy with? God, how would you lead me? The second thing, you know, that we just get from that is, have you asked him? You know, sometimes we pray those short prayers, oh God, please help, right? And those are fine, you know? But sometimes we, when we need wisdom, we should actually stop to listen, you know? Does he give me anything? Does he direct my way in some kind of way? And then later, I love James because he's such a practical guy, all right? He's not the fuzzy, fluffy kind of preacher. You know, he wants to see things done. And if you go to verse 22, you know, he's all about don't just be hearers of the word, but be doers of the word. So if you've asked him, you know, if, you've, if you realize that you need to hear his voice, if you've asked him, Will you actually do what he's asked you to do? And um, does that sound simple enough today? Does that sound too simple? <laughs> right? Sometimes we feel, no, it can't be that simple, right? But we're going to take you in the workshop. We're going to show you just how to do that.